welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. This is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You. Thank you for joining us today. We have an awesome episode with Kat Rose. She's going to be talking with us about how introverts can use their strengths in creative pursuits and business. I know the majority of you guys may feel like you're an introvert. Sometimes it can be a little bit difficult for you to go out there and network, meet different people, and really progress your company or your business, or really just get to know people um, on an authentic level without stressing or getting nervous. So today, Kat's going to dive into some of the challenges and how we can overcome them to progress forward. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Kat, thank you so much for joining us today. We're honored to have you on the show. I always like to start off by letting the audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure thing. Thanks for having me. Uh, So long story short, I help creative introverts get their work out and do it in a way that feels good to them, that honors their personality traits and their strengths, preferences. Um, And I do that through my online membership site, as well as one-to-one coaching and online courses. So how did you get into this field specifically to work with introverts? Is it something that you went through or something that you've just, that you noticed amongst, um, you know, your peers and colleagues? Yeah, it was, well, a bit of everything. Um, it was a few years ago, I didn't even know what an introvert was. Um, I did grow up being quite a reserved child, preferring the company of my beanie babies than uh, people, basically. But as I grew up, I definitely got more out of my shell. And uh, I found that, you know, if I could find somebody in a party and talk one-on-one to them, I could talk their heads off. Uh, fast forward a bit, so I quit my job working at a design agency uh, to try freelance illustration. And I did try my best to go to loads of networking events, meetups, conferences to try and get work. That was kind of part of the freelance game. But as soon as I realized that, you know, somebody asked me what I was doing, uh, what I did for a living, I just clammed up. And I found that after a couple of hours, I would just get super exhausted just mentally um, and would get a bit quieter and would have to slip out, basically. So I started talking to people about this, the fact that, you know, I I was pretty outgoing for the first hour or two, but then I kind of just drifted away. And, you know, this energy thing, what was that about? And a friend pointed out, oh, you're an introvert. And so it was around then I started realizing the sheer amount of other creatives I knew um, that I was also meeting um, also happened to be introverts. Uh, And so I I basically stopped going to so many events. I realized that they weren't so much for me. Um, And I started researching um, online more about introversion and started finding other people like me online. Uh, So, yeah, and I think around that time I had also getting into Facebook groups and connecting with people there. Uh, And that's when I started the League of Creative Introverts and um, started blogging just about my own challenges as a creative introvert. Okay, so how would you, 
So uh, just so that I um, have it right, you work with introverts that are mainly in the entrepreneurial or business field, correct? And kind of how to get their message out there and be effective with their strategy while still being an introvert. Yes. Okay. Yes. And particularly in, uh, I mean, I say creative, but I would say that, you know, everyone's kind of got a fuzzy definition of that. I say creative because my own background was in um, illustration and design. So I've got a lot of jewelry makers and um, artists, stuff like that. But we've also got just, um, you've got some yoga teachers. Yeah, it's, it's a mix. But one thing we all have in common is introversion. <laughs> okay. And how we can, I guess, embrace um, being an introvert to continue to develop what, whatever our, um, you know, whatever our expertise is per se. So what are some of the things that, because I would say that probably more than none, you deal with introverts, correct? Like just on a, on a daily basis, I feel like there's more introverts that I come across than extrovert. Would you agree with that or no? See, if you're going by like statistics, apparently it's introverts are in the minority. It's more like 70% extroverts to 30% introverts. However, in my experience, especially with people that we might be hanging out with, um, people who are maybe in the online space um, or just generally entrepreneurial space, uh, introversion is super common. And I would say that it's the ratio is way more skewed towards introversion mm. in that. But yeah, I don't have any like hard statistics. Okay. So if I was, if I'm an introvert listening, you know, what, I guess, what can you tell me? What are, you know, three or five or one or, you know, your best tips that can help me kind of continue to progress even with this introversion that I feel? Sure. I think it's first of all, just becoming aware of what your preferences are. Obviously, introversion is a total sliding scale. And at one end, you've also got things like feeling um, feeling like lack of self-esteem, self-confidence. Again, this is nothing strongly related to introversion, but it seems to go hand in hand a lot of the time. So when it comes to talking about what we do, a lot of us have blocks around that. Um, I, for one, I find it much easier. Like right now, I'm speaking off the top of my head, but I find it easier when I've written something down. So a lot of us work better when we have something prepared to say. Uh, and that's why things like video can be quite intimidating because we might freeze or on camera. So I think it's just knowing what your preferences are, what your strengths are and playing to them. Um, another thing is just making sure that you're balancing your energy. So I think with a lot of us, we're trying to do all the things, whether it's, you know, I mean, I don't have a family, but if I had a family, that would make things a whole lot worse. But just going to these events, these meetups, conferences, stuff like that, and then expecting ourselves to, you know, do the same thing again the next day or see, you know, meet somebody or take on a client. I think it's making sure that we buffer in some quiet time, you know, really just getting some time that we can be alone, really. Um, I think that is really helpful. It's definitely helped me kind of just making sure that I'm keeping on check. And if I'm having a very busy week to make sure I've like buffered in some time. Is that because um, introverts will tend to shut down a little bit more if they get into that overwhelming feeling? That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, again, it, it's weird because I, I don't really know how to describe it. It's not like, um, I'm physically exhausted. It's more just my brain is like no more. <laughs> right. 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 I could see that. So now if I'm an introvert and I'm wanting to, 
you know, you know, there's so many, there's so much talk in the entrepreneurial business world about, you know, if you want to, if you want to build, you have to get out there, you have to hustle, you have to meet people, you have to go to networking events, you know, you, you have to be out there, you know, every single day, sometimes two, three times a day. And, and you're presenting a new beautiful idea about how that's not really necessary all the time, especially if you are an introvert. So what are some of those other ways that we can continue to kind of move forward and, and get our hustle on without having to, you know, put that dress and that suit on and go shake hands every day sure and I think without getting too um bogged down in the world of social media I do think there are some amazing things happening now uh with just connecting with people online it's just remembering that we're talking it's okay to be talking to one person or at least to feel like you're talking to one person because that's when you can really connect with someone and I think again that's where introverts are most comfortable is when we can kind of go deep and narrow and talk to one person. But for me, uh, Facebook groups, again, were great because it felt more like talking to real people, whereas Twitter, as much as I love it, um, it always felt like I was kind of just yelling into a void. Uh, So it's really, again, just trying to go back and connect as much as possible with, and even if it feels a bit slow, one person at a time. So whether it's just writing posts that feel very directed to a person like maybe it's your target customer or avatar or it's actually sending out emails to individuals that's something that I started doing um, a while ago more as a kind of fear-facing challenge I found it quite intimidating to reach out to strangers so I was like cat once a day you're going to do this you're going to just like reach out to somebody and you know regardless of what happens something you know maybe it's going to be nothing but you've taken that step, Um, you faced your fear for the day. So that's been really great. Again, it's just built my confidence in that area, Um, you know, setting yourself up with the idea that, yeah, you might fail at this uh, and getting used to that. But also just using my natural skills at talking one-on-one to a person rather than stressing out and thinking I have to be, yeah, talking to everyone. Right. And sometimes even just that one or one or two people is really all you need because it's on a deeper level, right? As opposed to 20 shallow conversations that kind of just end instantly. Yeah, definitely. And I think especially now when we are kind of feeling this pressure to get our numbers up and geez, like those numbers mean so little, especially when you compare like a load of Twitter followers or sorry, I keep like bashing Twitter. I love Twitter. <laughs> but um, it compared that to an email from someone who's like, Hey, you know, this thing you wrote really meant something to me. And you know, thanks. Like that to me is, is way more why I'm doing this than for the numbers. Yeah. And that's a really great point. And it's something that I address with my clients as well is that sometimes when we get into this, to this world or this game, we feel like we have to, you know, reach everybody and we really only need to reach like 0.001% of yeah, the pop, yeah. you know what I mean? To be, to be effective and to kind of see growth within what we're doing. Um, you wrote a beautiful, a beautiful article and you mentioned it earlier about how um, being an introvert can also tie into kind of your thoughts and your confidence and, you know, your, your self-worth and kind of the ideas that you think about yourself and, and what are the underlying um, thoughts that go behind, you know, why you aren't able to get your message out there or why you aren't able to say what you do? Can you talk to us a little bit about um, 
the the C word, which is confidence. <laughs> and this is the area that I'm in, which I love, and I and I work with women every day on it. And I would love to kind of hear your input and your idea about the the word confidence. I know you wrote a, a great article on on your website, thecreativeintrovert.com, about the five myths about confidence. So I would love to just kind of talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's something that's just becoming more and more fascinating to me. I think that there is a lot of writing um, and advice around confidence, but I think just like most things, one size doesn't fit all. And I think for a lot of people, it isn't just this generic thing. They have to find their own confidence. Mm -hmm. And I'm still trying to kind of work out what exactly that means to myself and helping my own clients try to discover that. But for me, it's like you said, it's kind of getting to the root. So, you know, what are these voices telling us? And the next step might not be going straight to affirmations, even though I do like affirmations. I think it's hard if you're not buying into those things that you're you're trying to tell yourself, then it's not going to work. But if you can just say, okay, like, let's look at the evidence here. You know, I, oh, I did do that thing. I did email that person today. And that's, you know, your little proof that evidence for the day. And over time, that stuff will build confidence. And yeah, I think all of that stuff, it's, it's not as kind of sexy and quick fix as saying, oh, all you need to do is, you know, start pulling these postures and dress differently. Like these are kind of pleasant, quick fixes. But I think for some of us, it's going really, really slow and really like taking baby steps. And I love, and I love that you said that because a lot of times um, we do look at the more the sh- I call it the outer confidence, the more shallow version of confidence, which mm-hmm. is oh, you know, I put my makeup on, I do my hair, and I put my high heels, and I walk into a room, and I'm really, really strong, <laughs> opposed to yeah. really focusing on the true definition of confidence, which is more in the in- internal. It's internal and the trust that you carry within yourself. And you know, you also wrote in your article, which I love that you know, a lot of times we look at confidence and we see it as kind of an arrogant or a stuck up concept. And sometimes we shy away from being confident because we believe that that's what it is. And it, and it really isn't. Um, Mm. what are some things that you, I guess, even within yourself or within your clients, what are some struggles that you find, um, that your clients or you struggle with in finding that confidence? Is it, is it that stereotype of, Oh, I don't want to be, you know, the B word. Is it, you know, I just, the quick fixes. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. It's these kind of um, identity crises that we have. We have these conflicting arguments. You know, one voice is saying, oh, I just really want to be more confident. But then we have this other voice that's saying, oh, but if I'm confident, then that means I'm like this person who I don't admire or who I don't want to be, who I don't relate to. And so I think a lot of time um, we, yeah, so we have these two um, con- conflicting uh, voices mm. and I, I think you can't really get anywhere then. Then you're kind of just like stuck. So again, it, it's just something like getting to the root, you know, what am I really telling myself here and what do I really want? And does it really have to look like that? Um, it's funny, I <laughs> when you said that about like dressing up and I bought a coat the other day and I was like, hmm, this is, this is like a, not a very cat coat, but I know that it's quite like grown up. Right. <laughs> so I was kind of putting it on, I was thinking, I like this, but I don't like this. And it was very, very strange. It was that kind of 
weird identity crises that we have. Um, so yeah, I, I just think once we get clear on what we truly want and we can kind of drop those, um, yeah, the, the kind of negative associations that we might have around confidence. Um, maybe it's finding someone who we think is confident, like a TED talk. I, for some reason, I just thought of like Brene Brown and, you know, she doesn't, she's confident, but doesn't have that kind of, there's nothing sleazy or arrogant about her at all. So maybe it's having these role models. Um, yeah. Redefining really what confidence is. I mean, I'm not even redefining, I guess, getting back to the true authentic definition of what confidence is. Yes. Yes. What would you say are some of the, um, challenges that you see with, with your introverts when, when you're working with them? I guess the um, most common challenge. Yeah, well, kind of piggybacking on what we just said, it was something that was coming up recently. Um, as I realized that a lot of us, especially um, visual artists that I was working with, they want their work to get recognition, but they don't want to be in the spotlight themselves. Mm. And I think if I'm, I was trying to think of ways, it's like, oh no, it's okay, you can be like, the faceless artist behind your work and especially online, like in theory that can work, but really what I've seen in myself and in the people I'm working with is that the more of ourselves that we can put into our work, um, and put out there, the more successful our work becomes. So it's like this strange catch 22. Um, like we have to sacrifice our own, you know, self protection, like, Oh, I don't want to be in the spotlight if we actually do want our work to get the recognition. And yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. And do you find that and just kind of correlating the confidence with, you know, being an introvert, do you find that, you know, people can grow out of being an introvert and it's kind of the building of the confidence that, that gets that going or, or do you find that there's times where they're just not even related? Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think they're directly related. Like I think as far as I know, introversion is more something that is hardwired into our brain and really is just to do with energy. Mm. I think confidence is this whole other layer. And I really think that confidence is the thing that can be sculpted and shaped any way you want. If you put the, if you give, well, if you have some patience, I guess. Right. Put the work in it. Yeah, completely. Awesome. Kat, it's been such an honor to have you on the show. And this is the first time we've talked about this topic, which is really beneficial to our audience. I'd love to jump into the power section, if that's okay. Um, can you tell us yeah. one book that you have read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Okay. There are so many, but I'll go for the most recent one, which is Grit by Angela Duckworth. Have you read that? I have not. I think I have um, it on my bookshelf, though, and it <laughs> I didn't get to it. Yeah. This is the thing. She's, yeah, again, great TED talk. Um, and it made me realize how ungritty I am. So recommend that one. Yeah. Okay, great. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of? Um, giving my icebreaker speech at Toastmasters last year. Do you know, do you have Toastmasters? We do. We do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Giving my icebreaker, that was terrifying, but I did it. <laughs> and are there any routines that you have that help you um, get a positive rise in your life? Maybe something that you do in the morning, daily? Yes, yeah, so many. I routines morning, noon, and light. Uh, so, like I said earlier, I think the one that I'm keeping up is to contact at least one new person every day. I think that's really good, fear facing, as well as relationship building. 
Okay. And is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to say or share with us? We call it the, the golden nugget, the last bit of golden nugget that you have for us. I think um, I'm just looking at my chalkboard with all my <laughs> affirmations on it. But uh, the three words, yes, you can. Um, those are three words that I kind of like carry with me whenever that voice is coming up. And hopefully that's helpful for anyone out there who's listening. Thank you so much, Kat. Again, it's been um, an honor to have you on the show. How do we stay connected to you? How do we support you and get a hold of you? Cool. So, um, yep, go to thecreativeintrovert.com and that's where you'll find my blog, uh, The League of Creative Introverts, my online community. And, uh, yeah, hit me up on Twitter (laughs) at Creative Intro. Great. And I think you also sent a a promo link. Can you tell us a little bit about that? We could put it in um, in the show notes for our audience. Yes, awesome. That's um, so. If you'd like to join the league, um, try it out for one dollar for thirty days. Then just go to thecreativeintrovert.com forward slash Neda. So that's N A D A. I'm sure they all know your name. Um, yes. <laughs> and yeah, it's all there. Wonderful. Thank you again so much, Kat. Thank you so much. Bye. Well, that is the end of our episode. Thank you so much for joining us today here at the Rise Up For You podcast. Please don't forget to visit our website at www.riseupforyou.com. We have a ton of free resources just for you, webinars, articles, a ton of podcasts, toolkits, and workbooks just to help you get to the next step professionally and personally. We are empowering women globally, and we want you to live your best life. Also, follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, anywhere there's social media, Rise Up For You is there at Rise Up For You. We look forward to having you join us next time. Rise Up For You, be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.